Wow. I had to take my headphones off. It was so loud. <laughs> that was an incredible why did it get? Why did it get so loud in my ears all of a sudden? I don't know, because you're a loud person. I'm not. I'm not. Right. You're not allowed to. Oh, there it is. Good Christ. Okay. <laughs> Hello. Sarah Tiana. And this is Riggles Picks. And with us, as always, Chandler. Hi. Uh, I, I never say the Chandler's energy. last name to protect your anonymity. Right. Because there's a lot of creepsters out there. Mm-hmm. And also her family doesn't know she's doing this. That's right. Yeah. yeah. So we have to make sure that they don't find out. That's right. Uh, we don't want the Barbie family to find <laughs> out. <laughs> the, uh, the Witness Protection Program has very specific rules. <laughs> And so we have to obey them at all times. Yeah. I shouldn't even be talking right now. Well, um, hey, friends. Uh, hi. Guess what? What? Da 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 That was a rocket launching <laughs> because Riggles Picks is now launching on Spotify. 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 Yeah. You, me, Chan, Drunk Gary. Feels good. Feels so good. It feels so right. It can't be wrong. (laughs) I love Spotify uh, because I'm on it, Mm -hmm. uh, not only with this show, but I've been on for years. Yes. Uh, And so I have these great playlists that I love that no one follows. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But I love my playlist. And it's, I don't know. I probably don't have enough Bieber on it for everybody, but uh-huh. I do have some Bieber on it. I'm not Bieberless, uh, but I do have uh, some great uh, playlists. And now we are part of the Spotify family. Yeah. And I'm super excited about it because uh, the guy who's running the Spotify podcast, at least the comedy division, uh, Bart, a good friend, he has a comedy. Uh, he's been working in comedy forever. He's done so many different shows, and he's he's he knows what he's doing. Yeah. And so I'm very excited to work with him. Me too. And I'm very excited for this opportunity. He booked me on Ferguson. He booked me my first late night appearance ever. Oh my gosh! He booked me on Ferguson, and at the time he was uh, the booker for a show called The Burn with Jeff Ross that I was writing on. Yes. And uh, and he used to and he booked me on uh, at midnight all the time. Oh yeah, at midnight yeah. he booked me on that too. Whoops. Yeah. Sorry, Bart. <laughs> uh, so yeah, he's uh, and and I knew him back in the in the New York days, back when I was at the UCB Theater. Yeah. So uh, yeah, he's he's a stud, and I'm glad that we get a chance to to work with him and Spotify. Yeah, I'm really excited to be on Spotify. Yeah. Because I feel like it's just really broadening our horizons, uh-huh. and there's not a lot of podcasts on there for so for us to be like part of the the this forefront into yes. podcasts that they are starting. I feel uh, I don't know. I feel important. Yes, it's flattering. It's it flattering because the the you know they don't have a lot of comedy shows and a lot of uh, you know what we do mm-hmm. uh, on their uh, on their programming right now. And so for us to be invited uh, to be part of this team is amazing. Yeah. So if you're just listening to us for the first time, this is what we do. Yeah. <laughs> we sit around and uh, the ladies like to make fun of me. Yeah. Uh, I take it like a champ, mm-hmm. and then we uh, everybody relaxes and. I go drink, and they go uh, be productive citizens. Yeah. Normally, yeah. you uh, We try to talk about sports. Yeah, We usually end up talking about ourselves. <laughs> well, uh, well. And what Rob's not doing. 
I like to if you like to talk about the Kansas City Chiefs, the Kansas City Royals, the Kansas Jayhawks, um, Sporting Kansas City, uh, or Navy, we're friends. Navy? Yeah. Why the Navy? Because I was a Marine. <sighs> Navy. Naval Academy. Okay. okay. All right. I just didn't know that those two were the same thing. Oh, my God. I really didn't. I should know oh that. Oh, my God. There, you need so... I'm going to have to walk you through this. So there's Army and Navy. Yeah. Um, and Army is at West Point. Navy is at Annapolis. Mm-hmm. And if you... Uh, the Marine Corps is a very small... Uh, uh, branch of the military. Oh, endowed. Oh, oh, oh branch. No, branch. Uh, no, we're the longest, actually. The thickest, most robust uh, of all services. Um, but uh, we fall under, there's a Department of the Army, Department of the Air Force, Department of the Navy, and we are in the Department of the Navy, oh. uh, the Marines. Um, and again, we're the smallest branch of service. Yes. Uh, I think there's, you know, what, there's 174,000 of us? No, that's that's it. not a lot. That's not. I feel like I've met That's every why we're the few. Yeah. The few. The proud. Um, no, what no. is it? I'm smack you. I know. I love the Marines. I um, love the Marines. So anyway, when you go to Annapolis, uh, you know a lot of uh, mm-hmm. Marine officers come out of Annapolis. So anyway, I support the Navy. Good. The Navy. I do midship, too. Navy I support midshipmen. all the branches, not just the Navy. Ultimately, I support all the branches, but I'm talking about athletic endeavor. Yeah. So if you like those teams. Welcome aboard, friend. Now, if you like Atlanta. If you like anything Braves related, uh-huh. uh, Georgia Bulldogs, Falcons. Uh-huh. So that's where, get on board. that's where Sarah. Those uh, are my specialties. Right. Uh, also, big LA Kings fan, hockey wise. Okay, I like that too. I started watching hockey in LA. That's where I live. So I, I think we agree on that. I think mm-hmm. I can get on board with you there. Yep. And now, what about uh, basketball? So in basketball, I have to cheer for the Celtics because my boyfriend is a Celtics fan. You don't have to do anything. I don't have to, but it's, uh, he, uh, he's an all Boston guy, which is really troubling. Like I would cheer for Al Qaeda before the Patriots. Everybody (laughs) who knows me knows that. Uh, I am not a Boston sports fan of any kind, but... Uh, in return, he cheers for the Georgia Bulldogs because he doesn't have a college football team. Okay. I mean, he went to Syracuse, so now all of a sudden they're good. So now he's starting to cheer for Syracuse again, uh, but he uh, hasn't really cheered for them. Don't since let him Ma- off the hook. McNabb played. Yeah, so. Don't uh, let him off the hook. He better be Bulldogs <laughs> all day, oh, every yeah. day. Yeah, yeah. He has the shirts, he has all the right. hats. So uh, he supports the Georgia Bulldogs. I support the Celtics, but I kind of like the Lakers too. I'm not, I'm not allowed the to Lakers say that. The Lakers suck. Yeah, but that's what's so fun about them right now is that they do. They're and- drama. They're like Dynasty or Dallas right now. <laughs> they're 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 a, they're a drama series. It's that's been all very they are. interesting because LeBron has been taking so many uh, dinner meetings, mm-hmm. which oh. are he says they're just dinners. Oh, please, you know, with all with you know, all, you know, all these like Kyrie and him, are, and it like it would just be so weird if Kyrie came back and played with the Lakers. Like the whole reason he wanted to leave Cleveland was to get out of LeBron's shadow uh-huh. and be his own star. Uh-huh. And then he's done jack F at with the Celtics. So maybe he knows that. Sweet California isn't looking that bad now. Yeah. I know. Sunny SoCal. Yeah. But it is kind of weird because it's like, you know, you're not allowed to tamper with recruiting. But LeBron is also just friends with all these guys. Yeah, so. so it's amazing how the world works. Yeah. yeah. So I don't think there's anything wrong with it. Or, well, there ain't no party like a West Coast party. That's the that's yeah. the word on the street. Yeah. I think the Lakers are going 
to become good again. It's going to be obviously in a rebuilding decade. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I think it's going to be fun to watch them rebuild. Uh, The playoffs, the NBA playoffs have been so much fun. I like the Clippers. You do, here yeah. Here in LA, yeah. I like the I like yeah. the Clippers, so I I may I may throw my support behind the Clippers. Okay. Um, I have not picked an NBA team. I have no allegiance to. I used I mean it used to be the Kansas City Kings, which mm-hmm. I was all about. And now they're in Sacramento, and I don't care. Well, the NBA playoffs, it's like you can also just uh, decide what team you're gonna uh, support because you have like eleven days before another game mm-hmm. between games. I can't believe how long it is between games. It is so ridiculous how long the NBA playoff season is. It's obnoxious. Obnoxious. It starts in April and ends in like mid to late June. (laughs) It's insane. That's too much playoffs. Not to mention half of the teams in the league make the playoffs. Yeah. Half the teams make it. (laughs) And then, uh, you know, everybody except the Warriors keeps going for, you know, seven games. Yeah. So those games have been super interesting. I, I will say this... NBA playoff run has mm-hmm. been fascinating. Yeah. It has been good competition, a lot of drama. It's been worth it. I'm all about Kawhi But usually I, I watch a couple of the the East and West finals, and then I watch the finals. Yeah. You know? uh, and that's about, that's the extent of my... Yeah, yeah. You're a college yeah. basketball fan. I love college basketball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got the hammer, some college basketball. <laughs> Yeah, see, I like the NBA playoffs. Like, the regular season is zero fun for me. I feel like no one tries until the last two minutes. It's like every bad sexual relationship I've ever had in my life. I'm like, oh, stop dribbling already and just shoot. But it's like, I'm just like so annoyed. But at least in the playoffs, like, they they play full court all the time. Finally. 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 Yeah. Um, I'm with you on that. By the way, speaking of hot action. Okay. Which I think we were talking about hot action. The Big Slick is like a day away. Yes. And I am super stoked. I'm out there pressing the flesh, (laughs) shaking hands, kissing the babies, and I'm all over Kansas City trying to uh, uh, um, uh, uh, stir up interest. The good thing is there's a lot of interest already, but Mm -hmm. we're trying to sell those last couple tickets, which I think we're pretty much done now, and uh, getting people jacked. For the Big Slick Weekend, which I'm so glad you're here for Big Slick Weekend. I'm always excited uh, to be a part of it. I'm honored to be a part of it. It's going to be a fun weekend. Uh, we got great people. Uh, I hope you brought both livers. Mm-hmm. Uh, your regular, an extra. Your, your regular and your spare, mm-hmm. uh, because you're going to go through both, mm-hmm. uh, as will I. Mm-hmm. And um, that's just the way it goes. When yeah. you do good for people, sometimes you got to burn it down. <laughs> Both ends. If you don't know what the Big Slick is, because these are new Spotify listeners, oh, if right. you don't know what Big Slick is, this is Rob's charity event that he and five other Kansas City natives, or six, five total, yeah, five total. four other, uh, put together for Children's Mercy Hospital in Kansas City, and they raise all this money for the Children's Hospital, and it's a star-studded event. Yes, it's uh, the hosts are myself, uh, Paul Rudd, Jason Sudeikis, Eric Stone Street, and Dave Keckner. Anybody uh, I've ever heard of? Or... <laughs> and then we invite a lot of our celebrity friends back, like Sarah Tiana, <laughs> yes. uh, to come back and uh, um, help us uh, play softball, do some bowling, visit with the kids at Children's Mercy Hospital, and uh, raise some money uh, to help the oncology department there. So it's uh, it's a big weekend, and we're super excited to mm-hmm. to do it. This is our 10th year to do it. We've been doing this for a decade 
And when we started, uh, it, you know, we had no idea what we were doing. We, and it's, it's been kind of like the old crawl, walk, run. Uh, and, and now we're hopefully running at this point, which Mm -hmm. I feel like we are. Um, but we've taken it up to a whole, we we're upping it in our 10th year. And so there's a lot of things we've never done before. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. New hotel, new venue for the Mm -hmm. show. There's a lot of new uncharted water. So yeah, there's probably going to be some mistakes. There always are. Uh, but we'll learn from them. And then year 11, we won't make those same mistakes. And so every (laughs) year we do it, it gets better, Mm -hmm. but Every year we do it, I don't think we've ever done it the same way twice because we, every year we do it, we, we take it up a notch or we add something or we change this or we go to a bigger venue or we, mm-hmm. and uh, so it's the learning curve feels like it's never ending, <laughs> but we are getting better at some things. Um, but anyway, it's going to be a lot karaoke? of fun. What about karaoke? Are you getting any better at that? I am so ready mm-hmm. for you late night. Do you have your night, songs picked out? Late, yes. Well, last year, Robert Schmeigel and I yeah. played uh, Frank Sinatra. He played Frank Sinatra and I played his son, Frank Jr. I remember and we would sing uh, Summer Wind, and actually he would sing it, and then he would stop and do interstitials where he would tell me, his son, Frank Jr., what a disappointment I was. <laughs> uh, and it was really some of the most entertainment, best well, entertainment I had all I weekend. remember because I was playing poker at the time because in the, in the suite where we do the karaoke, yeah. uh, it's the suite in this hotel that like we can all go to after and hang out together. And uh, there's a poker table, and I was sitting there playing, and I just hear Rob yelling <laughs> from a r- two rooms over, like, fuck you, Dad! <laughs> fuck you, Dad! And I'm like, what is going on over there? Like, I had such a good hand, but I was really willing to fold just so I could go and see what was going on. And then later, I heard, you told me that... It was yeah. Smigel. Smigel was doing a classic <laughs> Frank Sinatra, and he, he's a summer wind. <laughs> Carry me away, whatever the lines. I don't know. Then he'd pause and go, Frank, you're a total disappointment. I never loved you. And then he'd go back to singing. And I'd be like, screw you, Dad. I got dreams too. <laughs> it was just this total broken relationship. Uh, but again, that's late night uh, late night karaoke jams, which happens yeah. sometimes. That's just at big, the big slit karaoke. And we happening. got great people. I mean, we got Shazam. Zach Levi's coming in this year. Oh, I thought you were like Shazam for karaoke <laughs> so that we would know what you were singing. No, uh, <laughs> uh, and we got Tom, uh, is it Tom Everett Scott or Tom Scott Everett? Tom Everett Scott. Tom Everett Scott. I believe. Yeah, he's coming in. He's first timer. Okay. So that's kind of fun. I don't, I don't know who that is. Um, uh, oh, yes, you do. He was the drummer in that thing you do. Oh, yes. And he's also on Andrea Savage's show. Oh, I love I'm sorry. Her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And oh, guess who else? Andrea Savage is coming. No way. Yes. Oh, and my gosh. Andrea will be there. Uh, Sarah Chalk, also. Love her. Love her. She's so much fun. Um, we, you know, I think there's 30 some celebs coming in. Uh, really fun people. Um, is Taryn Killam coming? Taryn's coming. And his wife, Kobe. Kobe. So last year when we were walking the red carpet to Pinstripes to do the bowling tournament, you know, I'm just kind of like racing down the carpet because I know like, you know, nobody recognizes me from yeah. this podcast. <laughs> Shocking. And uh, and finally, this is a guy like, he's like, hey, hey, hey. And he's like waving me over and I'm like, oh, finally, yeah. somebody recognizes who I am yeah. out of context. And I go over and he goes, are you Karen Tillum? <laughs> and I go, 
Yep. Yep. I am now. No, she'll be here in a second. <laughs> I just like walked in. Karen Tillum makes me really super yeah, happy. Yeah, by yeah. Way. yeah. She was really great on SNL too. A lot of people don't remember her, but she was great. Uh, yeah. So yeah, it's always uh, a lot of fun. Uh, Selena Gomez. Gonna really? Uh, Is she going to sing? I don't know. Ooh. But we got really. I mean, we I heard got, Nate, Nate Barkatsi's coming, and he's like one of my favorite comedians yes. of all time. No, yeah. We've got great, great folks coming in. Nate has this um, new bit about uh, in his new special about. Um, uh, uh, well, don't spoil it in case he wants to <laughs> do the routine at the show. Well, he just did it on his special. Well, he'll probably do it for the people in Kansas City live. Oh, okay. Yeah, you can't give away. I can't give away. No, an don't album give away. that's out there. No. <laughs> All right. Keep it fresh for the people. Cut that out. (laughs) Cut that out, Chris. Uh, Yeah. So it's going to be so much fun. Yeah. He's my favorite. um, um, uh, We always, we, for those new listeners, we have a thing called the uh, North American Turd Awards. Yes. uh, Where we uh, annual, we we keep track all year of probably the worst people in North America. And most of those people, I'm sorry to say, uh, come from headlines that start with the Florida man. Yes. Well, we had to change it to North American because there were so many coming out of Canada. That's right. It was just the American Turd Awards when we started this program. Yeah. And now it's changed to North American Turd Awards because so much shite goes down at Tim Hortons, apparently. Tim Hortons is a magnet <laughs> for bad behavior in Canada. It is a Walmart coffee shop, apparently. <laughs> a Walmart parking lot as well. <laughs> We've had a lot of bad behavior in Walmart parking lots. <laughs> Uh, but Tim Hortons uh, also has a lot of bad behavior. Yes. So so we have the North American Turd Awards, and every you know every week we we, we usually get a nominee. So uh, all listeners are encouraged to go to Riggles Picks, um, and, and that's on Twitter, right? Um, it's Riggles Picks on Twitter, Riggles Picks on Instagram, and we have a Facebook where most of the Turd Awards come in because you can send the actual article, um, and it's at Riggles Picks Podcast. There you go. Yeah. So you you're you're more than encouraged to submit uh, any turds in your local area that you think <laughs> we need to be nominated for the North American turd. Um, and at the end of the year, we do a roundup uh, uh, and go through uh, everybody that we feel is a finalist. Mm-hmm. We evaluate, we discuss, we talk about, and then we vote. And every year, one person mm-hmm. is awarded the North American Turd Award. <laughs> Um, and so uh, we're always eager to do that also we love to get questions from our listeners Mm -hmm. so uh, please feel free to to write us Uh, we love to hear from you and uh, people are are really good about it actually people people send us a lot of good questions good questions and a lot of them so we're always very grateful for that Um, as a matter of fact Chan Chan I have a lot of questions. Oh, we got questions. Should we answer some questions? Sure, let's What's... answer some questions. Um, well, this is the first one I saw that made me laugh. It's Paul Kingsford said, Would you rather watch your parents have sexy times every night for a year or join in once? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Both are... Paul, that... Paul... Get some therapy. Paul just got nominated yeah. for a turd award. Poor, with Paul, that you are projecting some weird <laughs> shit because um, that is one of the most disturbing questions. But here's my answer. So, uh, <laughs> but I thought about this. Yeah, a lot. actually, but I'm uh, way ahead of you. I've been thinking about this for years. Um, here is someone would ask. <laughs> waiting for the day someone would finally ask me. Um, 
Wow. I would join in and put a stop to it. <laughs> That's what I would do. By the way, both pure torture on a, on <laughs> yeah. a, on a level, vomitous level. Yes. Vomit inducing. Vomit inducing. My parents are listening to this, and I hope you both know that I think you've had sex twice <laughs> because I have one sister, yeah. and I don't want to know anything else. I feel the same way. My parents have had sex twice. <laughs> My for my to create my sister and to create me, mm-hmm. uh, they both times they did it through a sheet, <laughs> through a hole in the sheet. Mm-hmm. They never saw each other. They didn't remove most of their clothing. Good. And it was over in seconds. <laughs> now that's it. I always remember that uh, Modern Family episode where the son walked in on his parents having sex, and the daughter was like, "What was happening?" He's like, "I don't know, but Dad was winning." <laughs> <laughs> Well, um, that is a a terrible question. Um, If that seems like something, uh, I think Paul had was was deep into Game of Thrones when he wrote that (laughs) question, Uh because it seems like incestual something awful Mm -hmm. that a Game of Thrones torture (laughs) would. You still haven't answered. This is you uh, not answering. I'm not going to answer that. (laughs) How are you not going to answer? It's a question. You have to answer. All right, fine. Uh, I'm definitely not partaking. So I guess I have to watch. I guess I have to watch for a year. Thanks a lot, Paul. (laughs) Yeah. With my eyes closed. Yeah. And, you know, trying not to vomit. Yeah. Chan, you're from Alabama, so. Oh. Uh, Well, I like that you said I'd put a stop to it because that's a good loophole. Because I would say, can I just watch it on a tape? Oh, so you could rewind it and see the good parts over and over. See it live, so I can. No, there's no. You guys are writing in special rules. (laughs) The question was simple. You don't get to join in and stop it. You get to join in. No, they didn't. Or you get to watch. No, play by the rules. I am playing by the rules. You're not. You're changing the rules. I'd jump in and stop it. That's not one of the options. You have to join in. (laughs) 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 You got to join in. Or you got to watch it. Now you decide. You One like of the two. Young Forrest Gump when he sees his. Yeah, that's the best part. So right. and you with the loophole of I'm going to put it on tape and watch it on the weekends. No. <laughs> answer the question. I answered. Answer. Yeah, I did answer. I think my yeah. You would join in. I would join in and stop. No, it. there's no stopping. That you is think not... they would keep going if I joined in? Yes, that's what I'm saying. Like It becomes an orgy. It becomes a gross orgy. Now, answer the question. All right, fine. I'll just watch it. Thank you. Can I pick my No! With decade? No. Uh, oh, that's actually really funny. Uh, but you can't. Oh, well, I guess I'll just watch it. Thank you. There you go. Gross, Paul. Thank you. Gross. We're all terrible. Yeah, we're all... Now I want to vomit, Paul. <laughs> Now, Rachel, also, when, you, when people send in these questions, they would have to, they should have to send us their answer too. That's yeah, right, that's true. and All a picture call. of yourself, <laughs> <laughs> so that we have a dartboard. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Matt said, "Would you rather have someone spoil your favorite movie or favorite TV show?" Movie. Why movie? Too much time invested in. If someone comes along and spoils Games of Thrones for me. After all those years and all those episodes and all that time and dedicate, I'll kill him. Here's a spoiler. It's called Game of Thrones, just so you know. What did I say? Games of Thrones. No, I didn't say plural. Okay. Game of Thrones. Chris, can we go to the table? No, it's fine. It's, I said Game of Thrones. Okay. Sure you did. If I said games, it was a, it was a mis- hmm? 
pronunciation. It was a misspeak. He's still upset about the parents' question. <laughs> I know. Why is it got me so rattled? He's still thinking about his parents and bone. <laughs> Can't oh. get it out of his head. God. Uh, 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 I would. A movie's yeah. like boom. It's over. You know what I mean? It's it's yeah. a it's an hour. There's other ones. It's ninety minutes of your life. The series is too much commitment to have it ruined. Yeah, I think that's true. Uh, although with some TV series, I wish I would have known what the ending meant. <laughs> like Lost, you know? like No one knows Lost. They didn't even know. Google all people's conspiracies and you get even more confused. Yeah. I, you know, I, I've, I've started to reconcile the Game of Thrones. I'm not going to tell you how Game yeah, of Thrones ends. No, because, no. But uh, it's taken me a, a while. I'm actually okay with it now. I listened to the EW podcast mm-hmm. and uh, James Hibbard and Dar- Darren Franich, who run that. They're they're like one. James Hibbard is the uh, editor for Entertainment Weekly, and he's actually on set, so he had a lot of uh, insight into the whole process. So they helped me just like Let be it go. okay with it. Yeah, interesting. How about you? Uh, oh no, that's it. Oh. Um, a movie because I'd still watch the movie, but if someone because I get invested in TV, and if someone ruined it, yeah. I would punch them. Yep. That's like when you read a book and someone ruins the the ending. It's almost done. That happened to me in high school and I was so pissed. What book? I think it was Twilight or something. <laughs> <laughs> but, only, but I hear you. You invest time. You don't want it ruined. Yeah. Well, that's like Silence of the Lambs. My older brother ruined it for me and I was halfway through. Oh. And I was so, I, I was so mad because my, my mom wouldn't let me watch the movie until I finished the book. And so I was like, well, and she still made me finish the book. And I was like, well, okay. Well, okay. People Nobody tell me how out. the Bible ends because I still haven't finished that. <laughs> 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 uh, All right. Let's, uh, give us another one, Chan. Or, and, yeah. Um, Julio says, what's the deadliest move in high-performance karate? So, Rob, I think you need to explain why he's asking that for new listeners, too. Uh, friends, I'm a black belt in high-performance karate. <laughs> uh, it's a martial art I created myself <laughs> that requires very little effort. Uh, and it relies on low kicks. It requires low kicks. Now, you're thinking, oh, like he sweeps the leg? No. Uh, <laughs> it means I kick in the shins mainly uh, and the ankles. Shins and ankles. Uh, and usually with the pointy end of my toe. <laughs> and a steel toe suit. Yeah, but I scream <laughs> with exceptional volume, loud, aggressive screams. Like? Hey! Well, I don't want to do it here because <laughs> I'll shatter everybody's ears. But, Thank you. Uh, but, yeah, so it's a, a very loud, aggressive screams followed by low kicks um, and punches, but <laughs> really not accurate or focused punches um and that's it mm-hmm. um so high performance karate the low kick uh if, if you do it correctly just like the crane from karate kid there is no defense if you do it correctly if you do it correctly there is no defense there's no defense yeah because no one's ready for no one's ready no one can stop it it's just a fact just like the crane (laughs) just like the crane in karate kid no one can stop apparently no one can stop the crane kick well guess what no one can stop the low kick you assholes you know what always bothered what has bothered me about karate kid once i got older was like realizing that it wasn't the national championships that he was fighting yeah it was was the valley it was like a valley tournament it was the valley tournament (laughs) 
It was just like a local tournament. Like not even like You thought it was the world. It didn't yeah. matter though. It was it was him against Cobra Kai. It was it was it didn't even if it was just It just felt like the stakes were lower uh, than I thought. So so do you hate the movie now? Yeah. I don't hate the movie. I worked with Ralph Macchio on the uh, Rob Lowe roast, I yeah. believe it was. Remember I was with oh, you? Oh, yeah, you were there too. <laughs> yeah. Unbelievable. I just you remember. It? Yeah. No, I didn't host it, but I was one of the roasters. I remember. She I... totally, totally as if I was not even there. Because that's the other, only Rob she cares about. Un- <laughs> Unbelievable. It's only R she cares about. <laughs> well, I just remember having to fight so hard with the producers to get this joke in for Peyton, which was about how... Uh, Ralph Macchio is like he's doing uh, he says he's doing okay but I saw him do a crane kit on a soda machine that ate his dollar (laughs) (laughs) and and the producers were like I don't get it and I'm like what do you mean you don't get it the crane kit the crane kit and uh, yeah I think my my uh, shot at Ralph was I said hey everybody Ralph Macchio is here tonight how cool is that and then everybody applauded and I said said no one ever (laughs) Anyway, um, <laughs> oh, Machio. So, what else you got, Chan? Do we have any Turd Award nominees? Yep. Ooh. Switch it up. Yeah, I'd like to hear a Turd Award nominee. Yes, today please. For our Spotify <laughs> listeners. Okay, well, we're not going to disappoint because an unlucky Miami, Florida man thought he was stealing opioids from Walmart, but it turns out it was just gentle laxatives. <laughs> I love his gentle. Gentle. So gentle. Well, you kind of need those if you're going to be on opioids. So it's, if he's got an opioid addiction. Then he probably hasn't taken a deuce in a year. Yeah. yeah. He needs some laxatives. So. That's no joke. I had, uh, what did I have done? I had some. Uh, Facial surgery? No. What was it? It was, I was doing a movie down in Atlanta and I had to get. Uh, oh, muscle relaxers because you hurt your back. Yeah, something. It was, but. But I took some muscle, and I guess they had some opioid or whatever. That's bad news. Yeah, it'll stop you up. It, I mean, it was like a full stop. <laughs> full stop on a ship. You know, like when Titanic, they go, we're about to hit the iceberg. And they go, full stop. <laughs> that was me. My whole body went into full stop. You mean that was just your... Well, my, my poops. <laughs> Yes. Went to full Your stop. Intestines. Yeah, went to full stop. And <laughs> it was like it was like a stone. It was like trying to bring a stone back to life. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You're like, I'm trying to poop out a kidney stone and it will not go. I'm telling you, man. Uh so I gentle laxative for this Florida man. Yeah. I but he thought he was stealing opioids. Yeah. But he was just stealing First of all, if you go to Walmart for opioids. Yeah. I don't know how you're going to get that over the counter. Well, that's not counter. over the counter, yeah. <laughs> yeah over the counter. <laughs> Probably because someone told him. Man, I'm telling you, that WD-40's got opioid in it. <laughs> what? Uh, or that Ricola cough drops? They got opioids in them. <laughs> Did you see that guy that uh, was clearly on opioids who lit up a cigarette on a Spirit Airline flight last what? week? No. <laughs> yeah. What happened? Somebody got it all on video. Like, he was clearly pretty out of it. He just, like, leans back, just lights one up, and he just starts smoking it, and then immediately starts falling asleep. And then, like, everyone's just kind of, like, this lady's videotaping, and she's kind of, like, laughing, and then you just see the guy on the aisle across from the guy, like, uh, is anybody, hello, does anybody, and then he, like, <laughs> rings the call button, 
Uh, and then the guy, the, the flight attendant comes over and like wakes the guy up and takes a cigarette out of his hand and like puts it out. And he goes, you know, that's a felony, right? And he's like, oh God, I for, I didn't even, oh man. And then they like take his uh, boarding pass because like they're going to have to arrest him. Well, of course, him. he's an idiot. Yeah. Well, he's, he's also high and drunk or something. For sure. I, what is with people traveling? Oh no! People, Has everybody lost their mind? People, do, do people no longer realize that when you are traveling, you're not in your car, you're <laughs> yeah. not by yourself. Yeah, you are part of the community now. Everybody you, can see you, you pick your nose, and you're part of the collective, mm-hmm. which means you don't fart on people. You don't. Ugh. You don't fart in the plane if you can help it. Mm-hmm. You don't. You don't act rudely. You don't yell. You don't have temper tantrums. You don't smoke <laughs> in the plane. Like, but there's ashtrays. But it's just it's it. People have lost their minds mm-hmm. as far as they just think they're, the, the world owes them or they're somehow the rules don't apply to them. When you are in public, you belong to the community. Mm-hmm. So we all have to play by the rules to get along mm-hmm. and it makes life easier for everybody. I tell you what, I really, uh, I only fly Delta, but like uh, when I fly Southwest, I'm so in awe of their boarding process with the numbers where everybody just lines up according to their number. And it creates an opening for people when you need to get on the plane. You have, because when you're trying to board on Delta, uh, I have diamond status. So no matter where I'm sitting, I get to board first. Uh And I always think I'm in line. Uh-huh. And I'm not. People are just standing mm-hmm. next to yeah. the entrance. Waiting, waiting. Waiting. And because then, the, the overhead space is never enough. So they're like, I got to get on first. Yeah. And yeah. then like, then I, then they call the next group and I'm like, wait a second. I thought this, I didn't even, I, oh, I get so mad. And now I'm that person that's like, are you in line? Yeah. Are you in line? Are you in line? Yeah. Well, you're out of line by standing in front of me. <laughs> well, this is why this is why I think travelers do tend to lose their mind, especially in yeah. airports. Two two reasons. One, the the gate attendant uh, usually doesn't keep people notified on a regular. You know, like, mm-hmm. hey, the plane's late. It's going to be 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, when they do that, everybody calms down. Mm-hmm. When they don't do that, people start to go, well, "Is this the right? Is this are the plane coming?" And then the line starts to form, and people, are, everybody starts to lose their mind. If you just make an announcement. Everybody would relax. Oh, yeah. And make it consistently. Make it, you know, consistent and people will just stay calm. Because inevitably, people have their head up their ass or they're, they're, they're on their phones or they're not paying attention. Mm-hmm. So they didn't hear it the first time. My favorite thing is like when you get to your gate and it has a different destination up there. Yeah. And I'm like, is it? am I at the right gate? And they're like, oh, yeah, that just hasn't changed. And I'm like... Well, this plane's about to take off in 30 minutes. Yeah. We're, like, we're supposed to start boarding. So, so change it. Maybe change it yeah. so that maybe 87 people don't keep walking up and you're annoyed that they keep asking you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. Maybe they don't have the ability to change it themselves. No, but they do. They just... They're... They could make an announcement and go, you're at the right gate. Don't worry. Yeah. Everybody calm down. That's why I will say I've noticed always have the flight apps on your phone mm-hmm. because they're always updated quicker than yes. the kiosk is. Like, That's I know good my, advice. That's if my good plane's advice. late, if my luggage is on board or not on board because yeah. it scans, I can change my flight quicker if I see it's delayed. And, oh, that's great. Yeah, so I need to start doing that. Oh, yeah. app because like you know everything quicker. Yeah, my it. app tells me all of that. Mm-hmm. And it tells me when it's boarding. And yeah. like as soon as it starts boarding, I'll leave the lounge and I'll walk right to mm-hmm. the gate. And then my, that's by the time I get there, 
they've pre-boarded everybody and I just walk straight on. That's awesome. I have it down to a science. That's what I I think honestly, like what happens with, you know, when you travel so much, you get much more frustrated because you're constantly around people who are rookies. Who don't know the etiquette. Who don't, and don't know the etiquette, don't know what they're supposed to be doing. They don't know, uh, do I have to paint my shoes off? No, this is TSA pre-check. Do not take your shoes off. Just walk through the fucking scanner. (laughs) (laughs) Well, again, uh, yeah, people, uh, they, they walk around as if it's just, there's no one else in the world. Like I, I, whenever I'm in line, I'm I know there's people behind me, so I'm conscious of that, and I'm not going to you know panic, but I am trying to move with purpose. I am focused. I am paying attention to what I'm doing, mm-hmm. so that we can it, it moves efficiently. Mm-hmm. But I'm not you know I don't lose my mind and I'm dropping stuff and I'm you know I'm not panicking, but I'm also not my head's not in the clouds. I'm not just drifting through the world going what oh what are we doing you know I'm not lost either mm-hmm. i'm trying to be efficient because it's courtesy for the people behind me and everybody involved it's just it's part like let's just pay attention just it's pay like attention the people that things. are waiting in line at fast food mm-hmm. how the fuck don't you know what you want when you go to fast? <laughs> i know exactly what i want at mcdonald's exactly what i want at burger king exactly what i'm going to get at Wendy's. Mm-hmm. how do you how do you not know and they get up to the line and they start looking at the thing and go, huh Huh, like the, it's the first time they've ever seen the menu. Mm-hmm. And you didn't think about it for the five minutes before mm-hmm. while you were, now you get up there, now it's time to do all the thinking. Mm-hmm. Oh, I no, punch I was you playing in the back on my of phone. the head. I was playing on my phone. Yeah. I didn't realize it was time to order. Or yeah. this <sighs> is my biggest pet peeve that I lose my mind. When you're in a crowded parking lot and someone goes and gets in your, their car and you wait for yeah. the parking spot and Murder they just them. sit there on their phone oh, in the for car. like 20 yeah. minutes, I'm like, can you move? There's no spots. <sighs> Just pull out. You don't need to get on your phone. Yeah. Or pull out and pull up. Yeah. And then do your phone business yes. and let people pull in. It's just courtesy. Just courtesy. I'll, there's a bunch of people that need to be punched in the back of the head. We just uh, listed a bunch of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also a duffel bag guy on the plane yeah. walking down yeah. the aisle, smacking everybody with the duffel bag that they nope. that he's overpacked because he also has a giant suitcase that he has to put up. Kick just him smacking the, everybody down I, the aisle. I'll low kick his ass. <laughs> I don't want to think twice about it. I, I will. I'll low kick him. Yeah, please videotape it just so I can have it to help me go to sleep at night. And well, how did that start? Who was that? Was that a turd nominee? Yeah. Oh yeah, the opioid guy. Oh the opioid. That all started from the opioid <laughs> yeah. guy. Oh my god, I'm losing my mind. Well, we just yeah, losing my mind. All losing my mind. All right. Well, I, I mean, it did set off a conversation. I don't know if he's a finalist. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. That just seems like a a doofus. Yeah. I don't know if he's a turd. It sounds like he's a doofus. He's going to have turds if he eats those. Gentle, gentle laxatives. Just some gentle. Gentle laxatives. I mean, as as a laxative company, are you really going to put, like, explosive laxatives (laughs) on on the bottle? If you you owned a gentle laxative company, what would you name it? (laughs) What would I name it? Yeah. Uh, Smooth flow. No, that sounds like a different kind of company. <laughs> um, cool lava. <laughs> cool lava. Is there such a thing? <laughs> now there is. Copyright Rob Riggle. Trademark Rob Riggle. Cool lava. Cool lava. Well, yeah, just just uh, soft and juicy. <laughs> <laughs> soft. So you would name your gentle acts of soft and juicy. Yeah, sure. God, Chan. 
Well, I'm not buying soft and juicy. You're not? No. What was that? Not when, the, not when Cool Lava is on the, on the shelf. How about Riggles Hits? <laughs> what was the name of your Comedy Central special? I'd name it that. <laughs> Unbelievable. This will help you take an easy shit. <laughs> this will unclog you. <laughs> you two are terrible. Um, yeah. Friends. <laughs> <laughs> Spotify. We love you, Spotify. We're so honored to be here. Um, stick around. Now, uh, for you, for your friends uh, listening, um, I'm about to launch out this summer and do a show. Uh, Sarah is is about to launch out, be the head writer, and be on a show. And uh, Chan is about to go out and produce a show herself, a TV show. So we're going to be all over the place, but... And when I say all over the place, my show is global. So I'm going to be all over the globe. Yes, and yet we are still going to find each other every week. And we're going to lay down a show for you guys because we love this show and we're honored to be here. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for listening. Tell your friends. Hide your kids. Hide your wives. But tell your friends. That's right. That and right. Uh, Riggles Picks always has something fun and exciting. And Rob's always saying something dumb that we can make fun of. And this show gets easier and easier and funnier and funnier every week. True that. <laughs> True that. As the quietest you were this whole show. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, this is Rob Riggle. And this is Sarah Tiana. For Riggle's Picks and the chain as well. Fur, 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 fur. Fur, fur.